You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. It's a very long weekend for me, and I know that uh, there was a lot of you that probably made the most of it and enjoyed yourselves, which is what you should do on a three-day weekend. But it's just uh, nice to be able to now be kind of in the home stretch. I feel like Labor Day uh, is usually the time, of course, when the football season would be starting up. But now, given the COVID schedule, this is kind of the final stretch. At least that's what it looks like to me. But again, hope everybody had a a wonderful uh, Labor Day weekend, and now we can get back to talking about the finer things in life, of course, which means Razorback football. And tonight, uh, when I'm recording this podcast, which of course is Tuesday night, I think. Yeah, Tuesday night. Sorry, I get my dates mixed up every time they end up uh, you know, having some sort of shortened week. But Tuesday night, we were actually able to uh, catch up with a few of the Razorback football players and practices and scrimmages. And uh, a few of the players, of course, being... Uh, Xavier Kelly, the new defensive tackle who has transferred in from Clemson. Dalton Wagner, the offensive lineman uh, who uh, a lot of people, you know, compares to a wrestler and he kind of has that has that uh, a build. But a uh, great offensive lineman that we uh, had a chance to talk to. And also Joe Fouché, which we know is a player that has had his struggles in the past dealing with uh, the defensive side of things, but is looking to make a, a big jump forward this year. So, it's exciting time. If you're a Razorback fan, it's kind of exciting to get to this point to where you can start hearing from the players and not just you know them being hopeful, but then actually talking about some of the stuff uh, that they uh, have been able to do. And just to start right with uh, Xavier Kelly, I'll admit, you know Xavier Kelly, if you're if you're going for good sound bites, uh, you know he didn't really provide that necessarily. Uh, he did speak from the heart on him. You know that's nothing bad to say that you know he didn't provide any sound clips because. He's that's not his job. His job is to play really great def- defense on the defensive line. So that stuff doesn't matter. But you know, a few things that stood out to me from you know talking with him is he was asked about Arkansas and why did he choose Arkansas. He had so many different places to go in his recruitment deal, uh, dealing with uh, the transferring out of Clemson. That he, you know why Arkansas? And I thought his response was something that. Uh, you know, a lot of people were pretty excited to see if at least you're excited to hear from where he says, why not Arkansas? You know, on my visit here is what he said. He's talking about uh, he, how he got to watch film with coach LeBron, which of course is the defensive line coach and said that he loved the way that he broke it down and how detailed he was. And he felt like it was just the right place for him. And uh, you know, I, I just think that with what Arkansas has had to deal with and kind of an overhaul of the roster a little bit and trying to move some guys in, I feel the same way with Xavier Kelly as I do Felipe Franks, where you don't need him to be amazing. You just need him to be an upgrade. You need him to be better than what you've seen and better than what you've had. That w- that's what you would hope to do. But, you know, when w- this day and age, and especially in college football and the way the game's played and the way that the transfer portal has just, you know, opened up a whole new world, it seems like, in a whole new different game, you know, you have to be able to be open to welcoming in transfers, but this negative connotation that surrounded transfers, I feel like is really un, unmitigated. I think that's the word, sounded right. Uh, unfounded, maybe, is kind of the better word there. But the point is, is that transfers 
in college football and mainly in college sports is not something that needs to be looked down upon or that there needs to be some logical reason of like, well, if he's transferring out, it must have mean, man, he sucked. So just, just going to be a waste of a scholarship. You know, that's not the case anymore. And in fact, with for teams like Arkansas that have struggled mightily over the past few years, for them to go into the transfer portal and to find somebody like Xavier Kelly, which, let's be honest, he was not a starting defensive lineman uh, at Clemson, or at least that, that type of caliber offensive lineman, because if he was, he'd probably still be at Clemson. But again, that does not mean that he's a scrub. It just means that, hey, that shows how talented that national championship caliber team is, especially on the defensive line. And he wanted to go someplace he could play right away, so he chose Arkansas. There's no shame in that. And same thing with uh, Felipe Franks. You know, if, if he was the starting quarterback or if he was named the starting quarterback at Florida this past season, guess what? He would not be at Arkansas. He wouldn't have transferred out because they want to play. These guys want to play. That's really what it all comes down to. And so I, I don't buy this fact that these guys are scrubs or that they're not going to be that good. But I'm also not going to str- sit here and try to, you know, fool you or BS you into thinking that these guys coming in are going to turn the world around and it's just going to be like, you know, Felipe Franks throwing for 3,000 yards and 30 touchdowns and you got a guy like Xavier Kelly getting after the quarterback and becoming first team all SEC. Like that's not going to happen either. I hope it does. We all hope it does, but it's not going to happen. What you just need is you need serviceable players. You need guys that can step in and fill some gaps, fill some voids, to make sure that at least you have somebody who's capable of competing in this conference. Maybe not winning the conference. Maybe not being All-SEC, All-American. None of that. You just need somebody who is competent enough at certain positions to where if you see someone available in that transfer portal that can play right away, especially in a team with a new coach that's been abysmal as a football program for the past two or three years, you'll take all the help you can get that's exactly what somebody like Xavier Kelly and Felipe Franks will give you. That's what you're hopeful for. I don't see any reason why that can't be the case, but it's going to be interesting to see what he can do and what he's going to be capable of here in his final year as a college player, Xavier Kelly I'm referring to, on the defensive line. Can he be that impact guy? I think he can. I really think he can. He's just going to have to show us something, and it's show us something pretty quick because Georgia is just around the corner. We'll talk more about some of the player interviews that we had on the Zoom conference. But first, of course, I got to tell you about rockauto.com. Folks, dealing with vehicles can be a hassle sometimes. And we all like to be in a position to where we save time and we save money when it comes to a lot of our purchases. But cars are not the easiest things to deal with. So how do you make it easier on you? That's what rockauto.com is for. If you ever need any sort of additional part or something maybe that you uh, own a shop, and maybe you're someone who's a who's a mechanic that needs car parts, or maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer, that's what rockauto.com does for you. It's a family-owned business that's been serving auto part, company, or auto part customers online for 20 years. And you can go there and you can see all different types of parts that they have from different makes and different manufacturers. And the greatest thing about it is you'll be charged the same price no matter if you're a do-it-yourselfer or if you're someone that does it for a living, where you fix up cars, you get the same price and they're always reliably low. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the par- parts you have available for your car or truck. And when you go there, 
be sure to write in locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Again, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you ever need. RockAuto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, a few of the players that we got to hear from, one of them being Dalton Wagner, which I really enjoy hearing him talk. And uh, if you hadn't had a chance to hear some of the audio, I wish we could play it, but we're kind of up against it. But listen to my show tomorrow or on Wednesday. Uh, from one to four, and we'll play some of that audio for you. Just a fantastic interview. A guy that's obviously he want he's kind of like what you want out of your offensive line, right? He, he's a guy that it's kind of like borderline, like he's confident, he's scary looking, he's kind of maybe like that crazy guy that you know one bad day could make him snap on somebody, but in a good way, you know, not, not saying that he would, but he's capable. So you kind of you know that's the kind of offensive line you want, and I mean that in the nicest and most complimentary way, which I know that he's listening right now to this podcast. But, anyways, we got a chance to catch up with him and and talk to him just about the offensive line and the team itself and all that. And a few of the quotes that he had, which again was really good. He said, "Quote everything or everyone on this offensive line is just trying to do everything they can to get better." Coach keeps saying that he wants the best five guys out there and we just keep working and to try and win some dang ball games this year. He said that a few times, win some dang ball games, which I, I, I love the fact that, you know, he, he probably wanted to say something different, but he cleaned it up for us, which we appreciate. He also said that we are going to be a better team this year. We're sick and tired of being sick and tired. The coaching staff has been doing everything to make us stronger, faster, and a better team. Coach Pittman says we're a blue collar team and that's exactly what we are. And then finally, he also said that the coaches put a lot of confidence in us. No one likes winning two, two games. We don't, you don't, and our fans don't. Our mentality is now a winning mentality. So when I hear this, and again, it, it's not to just say, oh my goodness, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. This is awesome. This is because I think that it should be complimentary and it should be something that people can get excited about when you hear. Somebody like uh, Dalton Wagner coming out and somebody who's been around a while like Dalton Wagner coming out and saying these things. But I think that there's a lot of players on this team that feel the same way where they they went through the ringer. Some guys maybe didn't didn't really handle it the right way when it came through the two wins. Maybe somebody, some players gave up. Uh, they didn't care. And you know what? Maybe they were justified in that. Maybe they were justified in that. But to hear somebody like Dalton Wagner to say, you know what, we're, we're tired of that, man. Like, these, we got to remember that these are football players. These are guys that play football. Maybe not professionally yet, although, you know, you could make your arguments one way or the other. But they're a football team. And guess what football teams do? They want to play football. They want to compete. And I don't think anybody goes out to play a sport to suck. No one goes out and is like, well, I'm just happy to be here. No D1 SEC athlete should ever say, well, we're just happy to be here. Absolutely not. Two wins is unacceptable, and two wins sucks for everyone. Everyone. And the fact that it happened two years in a row has got to be what is what going to be turn, turning this around, is what hopefully is the mentality that's been drilled into this team of saying, hey, we are sick and tired of being sick and tired. We're sick and tired of losing. We're sick and tired of being told how bad we suck. 
We're sick and tired of having to deal with no one talking about us or no one giving us any credit or everyone thinking that we're going to be last in the West. We're sick and tired of that. And so instead of complaining about it or whining about it or anything like that, you know what we're going to do? We're going to change it. We're going to flip it. We're going to bring a mentality that the coaching staff that's here now wants us to bring. Not because they want us to, it's because we have to. We're done with this nonsense. We're going to go out there and we're going to hit somebody in the mouth because we're tired of us being the ones that get hit in the mouth every single week. I love that mentality. I absolutely love that mentality. And Dalton Wagner is a guy that's going to be pivotal in this team's offensive line play. And we all know that really the key to success this year offensively for Arkansas is going to be their offensive line. Let's just be honest. If the offensive line is good, decent, serviceable, all right, average, whatever adjective you want to use, if they're that, then this offense is going to be successful. They're going to make plays. And they're going to turn some heads doing it. But it starts up front, just like on the defense. You know, there's some talent in, in on this defense, maybe not to the same level of the offense, but there's still some decent players on this team. But it won't matter unless they have the defensive line, the trench play, clamped down. And so that's going to be the kicker. That's going to be the key. Can they be that? Can they be better? Can they do that? I think they can. I think they got the right idea. I think that they know what's going to happen. I think they know how it's, how it's really going to be beneficial down the road. We just got to see it happen. That's the key. But I love what Dalton Wagner's mentality has been, and I love how he's approached the game and approached the, the media today and all that. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out and how it all goes down. But I'm a fan. I'm a fan of all of, I'm, of what I'm hearing. I'm a fan of uh, what I'm seeing, at least in the limited things that I have been able to see. I'm a fan of what we're doing, uh, not only as a football program, but uh, in the direction that's going forward. That's what I want to see. So hopefully we continue to hear good things coming out of this program. But time will tell. We'll wait and see. But I like what I'm seeing. Let's hope. Let's hope. You know, September 26th is just around the corner. Let's see what this team can do with uh, when, they, when they get actually on the field to be competitive. Let's see what they're capable of. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, folks, you know, I, I, you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, and I appreciate every single bit of you and one of you that are able to not only listen, but to subscribe, to uh, give me all the, the great compliments and the kind words, even to the people that tell me I suck and how much you hate me. I, I love that too. But you know that this final segment usually is for uh, just kind of, a, and I call it the nonsensical part of it because it's kind of just like, hey, whatever's going on, whatever's on my mind. It's kind of my thing. It's like the two segments I'll give y'all on Razorback Sports, and then the third segment's usually like, all right, let's let's just what's on my mind, what do I want to speak upon, and a lot of times it's just kind of you know lame things and funny things and dealing with something that's in pop culture, sports, or, or something like that. But I did want to use this opportunity uh, to reflect on something that uh, I was a part of over the Labor Day weekend uh, in a wedding, actually in Kansas City. And, you know, it was actually with very dear friends of mine, uh, Fratrick and Lucia, which, you know, just leave it there. I'm not going to explain why I call him Fratrick. His just name's Fratrick. But I, I got to be a part of that wedding. I was one of the groomsmen in the wedding. I actually got called up uh, out of the bullpen because one of the other groomsmen couldn't make it. So it worked out perfectly. 
Um, but it was uh, it was so much fun, and I enjoyed it. And Kansas City was an awesome time, and, and it was a beautiful wedding, and and all of that. And I, I I say all that to say this: sometimes, folks, it it's tough right now with COVID, with you know politics, with lacking of sports or the way sports are set up. We can't enjoy restaurants like we once used to. We can't enjoy sports like we once used to. And, and it's not to say it won't come back, but it's just been tough on all of us, and I get it. And maybe some of you have had it really tough. Maybe some of you listening have, you know, un- unfortunately maybe lost your jobs or been laid off or had to move. Whatever it is, it, it's been tough on all of us in some regard, and some more unfortunate than others. But there was something that I really thought about when I was at this wedding this past weekend where I was there with all my friends, my closest and my dearest friends. And it's a, it was a celebration obviously of two people coming together and, and, and spending the rest of their lives together and all that. And it was stressful for many people for many different reasons. Weddings usually are, but as I reflect back on it, you know, being there and being around people that I know and that I love, and meeting new people that are great people and from all ages and from all backgrounds and just being in that collective group of being able to to see and to celebrate something like a wedding you know it really really restored really restored you know human life to me and and the meaning of life and how how great it is and how important it is where sometimes you know I, I just in this covid thing there's been times where i've kind of been down you know like just when is this all going to end? When are we going to be able to get back to where we can enjoy one another and be around one another the way that we used to? And, then, you know, when are we going to get to that point where there's not so much this anger from everybody, from all sides, and everything's so political and everything's so annoying? And, you know, you can't say one thing or have an opinion on one thing without trying to be canceled. You know, it's just, it's a tough, tough thing out there. And sometimes I, I mean, admittedly, and I'll confess, like I, I get myself wrapped up in it, but going up into this wedding and, and just looking at everything. And when I shut myself off from the outside world, from, from sports, from politics, from COVID, from all that nonsense and, and all the stuff that, you know, it seems to be just seems to be like eons ago when we had it and when it was all normal, it was amazing how it was so enjoyable so enjoyable to be able to be around people that you know you enjoy being around where there wasn't anger and animosity where there wasn't shouting and, and frustrations where for once just once it all felt normal it felt normal it felt like you were going to a, a normal wedding and, and it was in a church now obviously protocols were done and guidelines were done i'm not trying to say that covid didn't exist at this wedding but there was just something special about it. And it gave me kind of a resurgence, a re-energy of what's to come. And I can't thank Frederick and Lucia enough for letting me be a part of that wedding and to letting me experience that because I think I needed it. I think I needed that. I needed to see kind of the light at the end of the tunnel, what it's going to be like, get a little tease. That, you know, this is, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. And I think we're on the inside and the closer to the ending side of, of all this. And I think, we're, I think we're going to turn a corner. But to be able to see that and to believe in that and to have that, it was awesome. 
and it really put a lot of things in perspective for me. Do you know to say, you know, things in this life sucks and we go through a lot of things and of different proportions and all that. And sometimes it seems like it's so bad out there. But you know, at the end of the day, we know what this life is really all about. We know that this life can be extremely enjoyable and beautiful and, and amazing. It's just a matter of getting back to that point and not getting so wrapped up in all the negatives and all the hurdles that we have to overcome in life, but to understand the great things and the blessings that we have and to be able to not only enjoy them, but to always remember them and to always take care of them and protect them and to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is greener grass on the other side. We'll get there. It'll take time. But again, just shouting out Frederick and Lucia. Thank you again for letting me be a part of it. I needed that. You guys are awesome. I can't wait to see you guys again and enjoy the rest of your lives together. Here's to you. Cheers. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.